Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. Up-close conversations with high-impact personalities from the world of sports and entertainment. Follow Roman on Twitter and Facebook at RomanGabriel3. This is a best-of edition of Sold Out Sports Talk. Today's show will feature interviews with tight end and Super Bowl champ with the NFL Rams, Roland Williams, and NFL Bills linebacker, Lorenzo Alexander. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports 365 days a year. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel 3 fan page. Now, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk. Uh, my guest coming in, I've known him a long time. Uh, he's a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl 34, St. Louis Rams, one of my favorite football teams of all time. And, of course, he's living out uh, where I grew up in Westlake Village, California, and uh, as great as his football career uh, was, uh, he's doing even greater things in his post-career. Roland Williams with us. Roland, how are you, my friend? I'm doing spectacular, brother. Thanks for reaching out. Hey, great great to have you in. And uh, amazing uh, that, that you and I uh, have this in common. Uh, I, I had a great childhood in Westlake Village growing up out there and, and uh, went to Agora High School. And I know you are the director of football operations at Oaks Christian. Is that- yes, I am. And I'm also uh, the proud dad of three amazing sons who are who are ripping running around here. Uh, my yep. oldest actually is going to be a sophomore at Oaks Christian. Uh, yep. My second son is going to be a seventh grader at the middle school, and then I got a second grader. So man, yeah, so life is busy for me as a dad, and now uh, running the show over at Oaks Christian. You know, the football season's starting in two weeks, Rowan, and I know I know you, you keep in touch with it. Uh, what's it like? Uh, I've talked to so many so many old fans that were so happy to have the Rams back in Southern California. Talk about that. Man, it, it's just great. You know, when you when you play the game, you give so much of your life uh, to, the, to the game, and particularly one program, uh, a franchise. It's good to want to carry on that relationship with your kids. And so for me, playing in St. Louis and now living out here in California, there were years where I thought I wouldn't be able to share that experience except for the occasional trip. And so when I found out they were moving not only to Los Angeles, but literally they're 10 minutes away from us right now over by Kowloon. Um, it's been a great experience. Uh, I bought four-season tickets. Uh, me and my sons are, are up in row 14 having a great time, and I think it's just a great experience. And I just love the game. It's just, it's just great for this entire region to get the Rams back home where they belong. And they're playing so well. That always helps that, that they had a great year last year in winning. they got a great young head coach and, of course, a new stadium getting ready to be built. And uh, one of the things that I've heard from former St. Louis Rams and former L.A. Rams has been that this ownership has really made it a priority to bring everybody back into the fold. Is that true? Exactly. Like St. Louis is where I played with the Rams, and we will forever – love St. Louis, and St. Louis is, is, for us as players, is our first home. But the reality is that the Rams were originally started in L.A. So, you know, they, they took a some years and went to St. Louis, and I think they built we built a great legacy there to add on to the Ram uh, mystique. I think that we've uh, had a chance to have some fun, and now coming back and me getting a chance to reconnect with guys like the Eric Dickersons of the world and, and all the guys like yourself, it, it's just great to unify the franchise. Roland Williams is with us, NFL Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl 34 with the St. Louis Rams. And, uh, you know, Roland, uh, that's such a special team. For for fans that are out there that are Rams fans, what was it like to play on that 99 Super Bowl team, the first team to win the Super Bowl? Um, it was 
was very humbling for me. You know, I was a young player uh, with a lot of gusto, a lot of energy, uh, and, and definitely playing more off passion than my actual knowledge of the game. You know, people don't know this, but our team was literally the, the like the youngest team to ever win a Super Bowl. I just, I just, I'm just grateful for my for my NFL career. I think that where I came from, uh, coming from humble beginnings, uh, to have a chance to go play football, be around so many great players uh, during my career. I played with the Rams and the Raiders, and even a year with the Bucks. But just being around high caliber people. There were so many lessons I learned that I'm using to carry over to my life after football. You know, the other thing that was special about that Dick Vermeil team, uh, Roland Williams, is is so many of the guys love God, and there was a real spiritual bond to that team, correct? Absolutely. Uh, you know, our team, people don't know that, you know, during our Super Bowl year, you know, we had a Bible study that used to be, you know, at different people's houses. It was at Kurt Warner's house for, for a lot of the times, and um, just the, the the spiritual faith based environment that we had off the field was something that was powerful and that forced us to grow as men and as individuals and as husbands and all these different things. I mean, as, as sons, uh, it was it was really powerful, and I think that that spiritual connection made us that much better on the field. And so when I saw this year the Philadelphia Eagles when they won the Super Bowl, uh, when I heard the, the not just about the, the team camaraderie, but I heard that spiritual base. <laughs> it reminded me, right, of how uh, that Ram team was. It yes, reminded me of, of, of what it takes to win a Super Bowl and how enjoyable it can be when your heart, your spirit, your body are all aligned and focused on what's right. You're exactly right. The uh, The joy of that team and the way they played the game did did remind me as well of, of that 99 Rams team. Um, we're with Roland Williams, Super Bowl 34 champion for the St. Louis Rams, now the Los Angeles Rams, and he's out there uh, getting after it. But, you know, you come from humble beginnings, as you said, Rochester, New York. You grew up uh, in a very uh, tough neighborhood surrounded by poverty, gangs, drugs, and you have taken uh, your experience as a young man uh, and parlayed that through your, uh, I like to call it impact, or I like to call it uh, your platform, uh, and, and you've created the Champion Academy Extreme Mentoring and Empowerment Initiative, and um, this is very special, something that's near and dear to your heart, so uh, tell, tell our listeners out there just why this is so important to you and what you guys are up to. Well, I think you, you summed it up right. You know, I, um, I've been through a lot uh, to get uh, where I am today, and I would not have been here if it wasn't for um, a lot of people praying on me, a lot of people loving me, and people helping guide me through the journey. Um, the, the reality is that now as a dad, I realize how important as ever it is that we give all of our students a chance to succeed in life. And so in my hometown, and all places across the country, but in my hometown of Rochester, New York in particular, there are some alarming statistics that I couldn't uh, walk away from or shy away from. You know, we're tops in the country in fatherless homes and tops in the country in, in childhood poverty and extreme poverty and, and graduation rates are near the lowest um, in the country, lowest in, in the state of New York, and, and students not succeeding and, and too many uh, traumatized by home-based social-emotional issues and, and that we're losing. And so um, I started a, a, a pilot program to see if we could come up with some innovative solutions to create a right-now product for a right-now student. And I'm pleased to report that after uh, four years of, of work, 
um, we now have a program that is producing some unprecedented uh, results with teenagers that are facing uh, multiple ACEs, which stands for uh, Adverse Childhood Experiences, um, people who are given to us by police officers and social workers and teachers and educators and community stakeholders, students with 1.0 GPAs were converting into 4.0 GPAs. Wow. Um, students with multiple suspensions were taking suspensions down to zero. You know, we, we created an innovative concept called Extreme Mentorship, and it's working. And so um, I'm excited about it. Um, I think it's something that uh, ultimately I'll be able to create as a, a platform, a model, to be able to uh, license other athletes who want to make a difference in their community. And it's not about me. I think it's about we. And I think that's, um, you know, my, my larger purpose in life. I think there's a lot of people that can benefit from from uh, innovation and, and, and getting the keys to it. You know, I'm a grant writer. I'm a fundraiser. <laughs> I'm a nerd, man, in my life after football, bro. But <laughs> it's, what I, it's what I love. So I'm, I'm a busy dad with a house full of stuff going on. And, I, and, I, and I'm director of football and in high school. And, and I work with, with, with amazing students. And I'm, I'm sort of in the back in the laboratory trying to create solutions for long term so i got a lot going on man but but you know what it feels good and you know there's so many of us out here who care about kids who care about the next generation who want to do something positive and and you know and i understand guys you know want to start their own foundations but what you're talking about here roland is is it could be something that could change so many lives because so many of the guys need mentorship that are coming out of the NFL. They're getting it now through programs in the NFL. But we've always talked about what would happen if you brought together the same mentality and equipped guys to work together. And to me, that's that that's really important. Absolutely. You know, to me, it's, it's also what would happen if we equip guys with that are that are more prominent and have the ability to engage and to inspire people. If you gave them the the, the tools, how to how to fundraise how to effectively build a long-term strategic plan. You know, there's athletes and entertainers and business people and that want to get involved. They just don't know how. And so, you know, it, what can I say? It's my crazy idea to help, help empower people to help their own community. Roland Williams is with us, a former Super Bowl champion, and he's, he, he's heading up an incredible organization, Champion Academy Extreme Mentoring uh, and Empowerment Initiative. And uh, you can find him at Roland Speaks. Uh, on Twitter, if you want to, you want to follow him because he's moving fast. Um, so, if people want information about the Champion Academy, well, how do they do that, Roland? Oh yeah, that's great. Well, thanks for <laughs> you're too dear, awesome, man. Uh, we're actually online uh, at uh, Champion Academy Rock. That's Champion Academy R O C dot org. Champion Academy Rock dot org. Well, if you're on social media, we're at five eight five Champions. Five eight five is the area code from my hometown. So. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's just it's just great, man. I'm I'm glad I'm glad it's just good chance to talk with you, man. And and you're just awesome. I'm proud of what you're doing, brother. What you're doing is great. Well, and Roland, hopefully, I, this can bless anybody or inspire anybody. That's that's what it's all about. It's why we started uh, sold out because we wanted people to know about all the great things that former athletes and current athletes are doing to help the next generation. And for the most part, when we talk about faith, family, and sports, we talk about guys that have the priority right, which is God, family, and their ministry. And uh, for for you, you've got those priorities in order, and God's blessing you greatly. And, and that's always true for anybody that, that puts those priorities together. God is very faithful.
One one more time before we let you go. How do how do they get hold of you for Look the at you, man. Program? I appreciate you, man. Hey, um, if, if you're interested in learning more about the uh, the mentoring program that I'm working on and trying to uh, impact lives with stream mentoring, uh, it's, it's five eight five champion is our pilot program in New York. That's our area code, and of course, you know, I have my own website, rollerwaves.com. You know about me, but man, I'm just I'm just I'm just grateful, man. It's been time. You're listening to a best-of edition of Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with linebacker Lorenzo Alexander of the Buffalo Bills. Visit SoldOutTV.com for all things faith, family, and sports. And follow Roman on Facebook at the Roman Gabriel III fan page. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome back to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Wow, I'm with a guy who says he's 13 years, but he looks like he's a rookie. <laughs> I appreciate Rizzo that. Rizzo Alexander, Buffalo Bills, and uh, best dressed in the place, too. I like it. Yeah, trying to, you know, show out. You know, you're going high 60s on me. You know, I can remember my dad wearing something like that, having a little, not the color, but the, right. well, the, the skinny tie's back in. It is back in. Uh, you know, shout out to my uh, fashionista, yeah. uh, Bushra, that helps me uh, with all my suits and stuff. What are you doing here? Um, you know, hanging out, um, really, um, down here with the NFL player engagement, um, uh-huh. doing some work with the broadcasting boot camp segment of it, uh, just working on some things that I may want to do when I'm done playing, and yeah. it's a good, good chance to get on, get some reps, get some great feedback. And then also with the NFL PA, I'm one of the executive committee members, so we'll have some events throughout the day and throughout the week as far as some things I have to attend to. You know, that's the advantage of being a veteran in the NFL is, uh, is you do have opportunities to have leadership opportunities right. to get involved with things that could be helpful at the end of your career. And mm-hmm. I know this is something that, that you were probably told when you were younger, but bottom line is is you never know how long you can play in this league. No, not at all. 13 is a is a is unbelievable. Um, what's different now for you in your mindset going forward? You talked about later, you know, later what are you going right. to do after football as opposed yeah. to when you were a couple years in? Um, it's perspective. Um, you know, I, I understand what's important now. I think when you're young and just for, you know, getting into the league, it's all about me, 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 me. And now that I have a family, I'm married. Right. Um, I'm always thinking about, about them and how I can provide. Um, and then my transition. Um, I think when you're young as well, you think this is never going to end. And as you get older and, and see guys that you know that are really, that play really well or, you know, Hall of Fame caliber guys, you see them start transitioning out. You know, it starts to become more of a reality that this is not going to last forever because we've all been doing this at such a young right. age. So just working on some things that I can uh, possibly do when I get away from the game because we're all more than just one thing. I'm more than a football player. And I'm um, just trying to see where else I may have some passion um, in life as far as doing it as a career. Well, here's Alexander with a sold-out sports talk on American Family Radio. Uh, wanted to ask you, you know, our program is about telling players and stories, coaches' stories, and right. about giving guys an opportunity to speak about what they have a passion about. And we always like to ask players this because we want them to, to talk about what they love to talk about. But uh, for you, at 13 years in, what, what it, when I say faith, family, and football, what's right. that mean to you? That's how I prioritize my life. Um, I didn't always live that way, um, but coming in the NFL – and when did I get in the league? 2005. Um, you know, was in Carolina, then got cut for various reasons. But God had his, his hand on my life and placed me in Washington, where I came across guys like James Thrash, uh, Randall Lale. Um, and then we had a, 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 our team chaplain, uh, Pastor Brett, who was phenomenal as far as just uh, delivering the gospel and the message of, of Christ. Um, and also during that time, Sean Taylor passed yeah. away. 
um, you know, unfortunately. And all those things kind of coming together really made me start, you know, looking to the within. You know, why am I here? Why am I, why am I doing what I'm doing? What's, what's my impact? Um, and I came to the conclusion it was to live for Christ. You yeah. know, after all that help, that leadership, that mentorship, that discipleship, getting from those guys and having that tragic incident happen in my life to kind of wake me and shake me. Right. Um, really made me change my focus, uh, more of a Christ-centered life, less about who, who I am, but trying to live out who he is every day in my life and making it all line up. And obviously, we, none of us are perfect. Sure. We're all sinners. But just daily, you know, dying to myself and trying to become more like his image each and every single day. You mentioned a guy that's very special. Uh, I covered him for the first time in 2005 at the Super Bowl, Antoine Randall. Yes. We got to know each other very well. And uh, if you're going to have a mentor, a guy can, who can hear the ropes of what uh, balancing this career is, he does a pretty good job. Yeah, he does a great job. And, and ALA obviously has an awesome story in his, in his own right. Um, and, and just being able to see him live it out daily. I mean, we, you know, you walk into the locker room and in the NFL atmosphere, everything is about winning and performing and production. And when I wasn't uh, a Christian and I would see him operate each and every single day, no matter we won, lost, he had a good game, bad game. Uh, maybe, you know, something happened at home, a child was sick or something. He came in the locker room with the same light, uh, the same peace over his heart. And, and I wanted I wanted that because I would wake up most right. a lot of mornings and, like, have a need, uh, uh, you know, kind of like a hole in your heart, essentially. Well, there's and anxiety. Was a right, exactly, all that stuff. And this guy just seemed it, nothing affected him, you know. So just being around him, the more I got to know him, and obviously the more he shared with me, I understood Christ was his rock, and that's what he was standing on, and that's where his heart was surrounded around. So it, it all made sense as, I, as I've grown as a Christian. Buffalo Bills, Winsor Alexander on Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. And, you know, as it doesn't matter what era of players I've dealt with. My dad played in the 60s, 70s. I played in the 80s, and then I've covered you all from then to today. But the one thing I do see is if you don't have – someone when you come into the league that you're fortunate enough that can right. be that mentor to show you how the game's played, mm-hmm. to pass on some knowledge and wisdom, uh, it, it's a very difficult atmosphere to live in for long. Yeah, it definitely is. And, I, and as I mentioned earlier, I've had a lot of great mentors. The guys' names, you know, James Stans, Ronaldo Wynn, um, Antoine Renaldale. Did you see Ronaldo Wynn? Yeah, I know Ronaldo Wynn. friend of mine, man. I've had, I see, I've had a lot of great brothers wow. in my life. London Fletcher. I mean, just a lot of strong Christians. Wow in my life that I've been able to come in contact with. And then over those years, you, you, all of those guys are mentoring me. Then you, you get peers that are on the same level, like Sam Acho or Matthew Slater, guys of, of that elk that oh, you kind of awesome. you, you put your arms around and you just continue to build and they hold you accountable. And, you know, you're just all working together for the better of the kingdom. You're, you're talking about guys that are like, uh, without bragging, uh, you know, spiritual icons in the NFL guys yeah. that really yeah. have been those people that have led the way, right? And I've and I've been wow. fortunate enough to be around those guys and get to know them and uh, call them my brothers, call them my friends. So, do you feel responsibility at this time, you know, late in your career, oh, to yeah. be that to younger players today? Is that something that's really important? to you? Oh yeah, I mean, most definitely, and it's really all about just showing up. You know, we talk about being a professional, um, you know, as a football player, but I like to be a professional in life and and being a professional Christian as far as how. I live my day every single day. So one day you're not going to see me saying, hey, you should live your life. You should be faithful to your wife. And then at night I'm out at the club and I have a, uh, another young lady with me. Uh, you know, that doesn't add up. Right. Right. You know, and you see that sometimes. So my thing is, is trying to be consistent every single day. So guys see it that it's genuine and it's who I am. And it's not something I'm trying to be 
in the light and in the dark, I'm something else. So it's right. all about consistency. So I do feel that responsibility on my team. As we were talking off air, I am the oldest guy. Yeah. And I'm just trying to live my, my life in a certain way with my wife, with my kids, that it's going to inspire other guys to figure out what is it about me, just like I did with Antoine Renalel, that has me living this way. And when we live in a world that says you should do whatever you want to do, you should indulge in whatever you would mm-hmm. like to indulge in. Um, and, and that's my whole goal because I'm not going in there – uh, Bible thumping. Sure. I'm building relationships. Living I'm living it. Building relationships. Guys know who I am, and then when I speak to them, they know it's my truth. And I'm or coming they come to you because yeah. they know they can trust you, and they know it's coming from a loving place. Yeah. Um. At the end of the day, and that's what it's all about. You're what I call a platform guy. Um. You know, when you get to a point in your in your walk with the Lord, even whether it's football or whether you're you're a policeman or a, a right. lawyer or a doctor, the bottom line is, at some point, you realize that it's about significance. And it's about how, how are you going to use your talents and abilities to impact other people's exactly. lives. So tell me about what you're doing, so what your passion is right now, because I know a lot of guys have foundations. Right. What yeah, yeah, and I have my foundation as well. It's called the Lorenzo Alexander Aces Foundation. And um, I grew up in the inner city of, of Oakland, California, oh, yeah. a lot of drug, you know, violence. Um, my dad wasn't in my life in the way a father should be. We've since then reconciled and have a great awesome. relationship. But my uncle Steve, my mom's brother, really uh, filled the gap for me growing up and was that father figure that I could turn to. So all I'm trying to do now is fill that gap the same way my uncle Steve did for me. You know, whether it's resources, as far as giving money, grants, um, mentoring, um, any way I can help a child realize that the spirit they already have inside of them is there and they can see it and they have the greatness that was inside of them. Help them realize that, accomplish their goals and dreams, and ultimately come back and do the same thing. And then obviously... We always ingrain in Christ within that because that's part of our foundation of our principles as far as who we so are. So obviously, as you have a transition plan. What you know, if this is your final year? What what are your plans? Um, well, right now, obviously, I'm out here with the, the broadcast boot camp. I would love to be able to do that once I'm done. Um, I've you know each city I've ever played in, I always try to meet the media members, our media team, and just work with them. Um, ideally, my ideal job would be to be able to host a daily radio show in yeah. whatever market I'm living in, because the game is taking so much away from my family that I don't want to be like NFL Network or ESPN, right. which I'll do some of that stuff, Somebody but it has to be to yeah, it has to be something within reason because my kids, my younger kids are 9, 7, and 3. Wow. And so I'm coaching now, wow. 10 in plays, you know, and they grow so and fast. They grow so fast. And I really want to be there because growing up, my mom never missed a game. You know, wow. and I can't say that because I've missed games because I have had to travel, but I want to be that type of parent for my kids. Well, it's really, it's really exciting, Lorenzo, to see – the priorities and the habits you've built in your life that are going to take you the rest of the way. Um, so many guys struggle with transition because they're so focused on football right. that they don't realize they could end and then they have no plans. Uh, yeah. and, and if you have no plans and you don't have a banker at your base, it's going to be <laughs> right. a real shocking deal. Yeah, and you know, and I, and I had a, a brush with retirement earlier on in my career. I told my Liz Frank in twenty. 13 and I, re- I thought about retiring then and i had been doing some stuff but i think that kind of even sparked the fire of making sure i was a little bit more diligent and detailed as far uh-huh. as having that proper plan because it can end at on any play at any moment you just never know when it's going to come because god may want to move you tomorrow uh-huh. right? you just don't know what he wants to do so you have to set yourself up so you, that you can be ready to handle that move when it comes well it sounds like to me that god's really blessed your life because you've been open to listen yeah and uh, i tell my kids all the time never you know you can have plans but when God tells you to move, that plan changes. Right. Yeah, yeah. I write, I write all mine in uh, pencil now. Yeah. And on scratch pieces <laughs> of paper I don't care about because he's moved me a, a couple of times already where I didn't think I, I was going to get cut from a team. And boom, I'm somewhere else. Right. And 
little did I know it was something for something way bigger than playing football. It was about relationships as we talked about already and, and help building people and extending his kingdom to them. Okay, so Buffalo Bills next year. What what's what's what do you think? What where are we, we at? We want to take another step further. Uh, I think Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean have done a great job of building our roster and team and they're gonna to continue to do that through free agency and draft as far as bringing in talented guys, but more importantly great people. Um that understand the, what team is all about. You know, it's not just about talent. It's much more than that. And uh, the leaders on our on our team, we want to help cultivate that, continue to raise the standard. Obviously, we just broke the 17-year playoff drought. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to start putting this out. I, I need Kyle Williams to come back. Obviously, he's a, he's an sure. older guy in the, in the locker room, and he's up right now, and he's trying to decide what is best for him and his family. But selfishly, I want him back in sure. here to kind of help us continue to take that next step and, and try to win a playoff game now and ultimately end up in this game that's happening this week. Well, Lorenzo, it's been a real honor and a pleasure to have you on Sold Out Sports Talk. Very exciting to hear not only the way you've lived your life, the way God's used you and uh, your that. plans for the future. You're, you are faith, family, and football, and I'm going to continue to hope and pray that you uh, continue to be that example because in the NFL and everywhere we need guys to do that. And, you just named the guys. That, that it, <laughs> yeah. it, it'd be hard not to with those right, guys. Right, it's hard not to, right. It, it's, it's, it's pouring out of them. Their cup is overfilling. Thanks for coming on Sold Out Sports Talk. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate that. Good luck this year. All right, thank you. Sir. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.